I'll, I'll give it a try, yeah. and and you guys will help me out. We'll we'll say that you know I'm a little under the weather too. This is this is we're not we're not we're here, this but is we're not terrible. Here. Yeah, I'm. Right. <laughs> I think I hope my voice doesn't sound awful. It sounded awful yesterday. Welcome to the Winter Break Flash Flashcast uh, with me, Lisa Schmeiser, Tony Sindelar, and Phil Moselak. Two out of the three of us are punchy from ridiculous uh, work-induced sleep deprivation. The third of us has a cold, so this episode should be even more... Um, yeah. If two out of three of us are punchy, that means one person's getting punched. I think that's the... That's this the matter. Yeah. In separate rooms, uh, but you know, the, expect the episode to be a little bit more freewheeling than usual, <laughs> because some of us are now getting distracted by shiny things. Anyway, um, this was the uh, mid-season finale because the flesh does not come back until I want to say January eighteenth. Um, many things happened in this episode: some interesting and good, some not. And uh, we are here to discuss everything from. Uh, <clears throat> love blooming to family dramas resolving or not resolving to um, the 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 state of poor Harry Wells. So um, and villains who the first thing decide we have to that do is they're going to say Merry Christmas to everyone. Oh my gosh! No, for, I I have so many feelings about that, and I was just I've been waiting for this podcast. So I can I can let them all out, but we basically have to do rock, paper, scissors to see which one of us is going to be doing the flash cap this week. So that's mystery number one. Um, <clears throat> I, vol- I, I volunteer as tribute if nobody else wants to do it, but if one of you guys feels I'm strong, ready. All I feel, right. I feel all like right. I can do this. I mean, or I'll die trying. I mean, mm-hmm. if this is the hell I die on, then it's this is the hell. What well, I enjoy I, is that you're I on cold Tony medicine. I want Tony uncorked. So. Yeah, all he's right. on cold medicine, too, so this could be I'm, I'm going for, for speed over uh, coverage, so you guys may all need right. to come in and uh, fill, okay. in some, fill in some gaps. Yeah, just so. say fight, 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 kiss, 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 Merry Christmas. Yeah, well, <laughs> record time. Well, there we Magnets. go. Magnets. Uh, yeah! <laughs> so. All right, all right. You know, this this podcast has already devolved and we're only three minutes into it. I'm going to count you down, Tony. Ready? All right, I'm ready. Five, four, three, two, go. All right, so this is basically our Christmas episode for The Flash. Uh, Weather Wizard goes to jail and he busts out Captain Cold and the Trickster to mess with The Flash because... Three enemies is better than one. Uh, Patty is kind of like she's on the warpath because we we know that whether whether killed her dad uh, and she there's the the question of will she keep her vengeance in check or will she take his life um, or or get killed trying. Uh, the other big plot point is Joe deals with the revelation that he has a secret son. Um, Team Flash eventually deals with Trickster and Weather Wizard through some of the most far fetched sciencing scientificing we have seen yet involving kind of magnets that didn't make any sense and just at the end uh caitlin and jay share a kiss and wally west appears in time for family christmas and harry sure looks like he's working with zoom 50 seconds 50 seconds well done i'll take it you'll take it well done yay magnets everyone magnets (laughs) um So it felt this 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 episode actually felt like four episodes kind of crammed together because you have that very tense opening where Mm -hmm. um, Harry Wells is being chased through Star Labs by Zoom. 
Um, thereby giving Zoom a magnificent chance to, you know, memorize the layout for future ambushing. And so there's this very tense and awful Zoom subplot. And then layered on top of that is the um, we, we, we three kings of crime are going to go after the baby Flash Barry. And oh, try to, I like it. And try to, ki- and try to kill him. And um, that explains how Captain Cold is in the wind for Legends of Tomorrow. Um, and then layered on top of that, you have um, a secret baby. Yeah, um, that's Wally West. And uh, layered on top of that, you have Caitlin and Jay. And I have positive things to say. And then on top of that, Patty is about to serve up a dish called Vengeance. So there's all of this stuff going on. And um, I don't think it's it didn't hit me in the feels, as the kids say, like as much as last year's uh, Christmas episode did. But I feel like this one was a really strong uh, like winter finale because it certainly gave us lots to chew on. So we've got like five different storylines going on there. And um, what I want to know, which one should we start with? The beginning. Oh, so Harry Wells? Yes. Yeah. I thought that scene was great. I mean, it was oh, very it was dramatically awful. shot, it and was... there was the like the rotating camera upside down view of him no, bolting was, through it... the the very He's tensiony. Hunted. It was awful because yeah. he was like he was praying. He's scrabbling, and like the soundtrack almost sounded like a video game. Mm-hmm. And I think that made it even worse because it, you can't emotionally detach like you do when it's just you know pixels bouncing mm-hmm. on a screen. And what really like hurt my heart the whole through the rest of the episode was like every time you see him he looks worse and worse yeah. and like like he's he, and tom cavanaugh like amazing job this time around because like his he, like he you can tell he's like really torn up by this by the idea that he has to negotiate with zoom you can tell he loathes zoom you can tell that he's beginning to like feel if not attached to these people feel responsible for them somehow but all, but all Zoom wanted to do was wish him a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I thought it, w- it was weird. And now we know cause... where Zoom stands on the side in the war on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and that, it was weird because like, we don't get any resolution to that scene, right? It's not yeah. like the rest of the episode took place before that. It's just like that happens, I guess, in the basement while no one else is at Star Labs. And then mm-hmm. like we don't get the resolution of that really at all until the very end, right? Well, was he was... being sinister? Because it didn't read as like, Ah, uh, sinister! Merry Christmas! <laughs> no, it, it it did read like that, where he was just like it did to me because he's chasing him and he's going for that yeah, gun. Yeah, it's, you know? it's 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 predator and prey, and he's yeah. got the gun, and then he refuses to kill him, and his refusal to kill him is Merry Christmas. I have a gift. The gift is that I get to let you live. I decide mm-hmm. you get to live, and then as you see Wells through the whole episode, he's getting more drawn and more tense and more touchy, and you know, like you can see the disintegration and the breakdown. And I feel like they did the incomplete edit at the beginning so that you could get the idea that he'd already turned or something. But the whole course of the episode, like Tom Cavanaugh does this great job of conveying this, this inner turmoil, because you can tell that he doesn't want to work with uh, Zoom Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to um, sacrifice these people. And then Zoom like plays his trump card, which is the daughter. Yeah, and there's that horrible wrenching moment where she's like, "Don't let him take me," and he's like, "I won't." And then Zoom, boom, you know, Zoom, Zoom already has, mm-hmm. and it was awful. And so, um, one gets the sense that you that they could the 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 actors and the writers team could play this as, "Oh, now Zoom is secretly betraying them," and so on and so forth. But you know, like they made it so understandable here, where 
it's not something he's doing for his own benefit. It's something he's doing because he's like a desperate grieving father. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, like I'm now like hundred percent Harry's corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like he was horrified when he realized what Zoom was doing. He's like, you're fattening him with like a goose. And like the way he said it and what he was doing, you can tell he's really just appalled by, by, by this whole thing. But he did and, it before. And um, I, I think what I hope happens is that um, Harry like tips it off to the rest of the team and says, look, there, there are probably reasons people will want you to go faster. Zoom has my kid. Let's work on it. And they'll use him as a double agent. Like if they're smart, that's how they'll play this. And so I have like this really big, you know, unicorn for that, for that theory right now. I'm being unreasonably optimistic about it. <laughs> but di- but I did, no, I I would love that if that was like the finale is it looks like Harry's going to betray them and then and he like, you know, he gives like the nod to Barry and yeah. you know, and then betrays Zoom, right? Like that yeah. would be a great redemption. And then the character can hang around longer, assuming he's okay being trapped in this earth or whatnot. But Or like Jesse gets trapped or in Or hopping earth, back and so. forth. Yeah, maybe he can he can be on sabbatical in Earth 1. Um, Mose, what were you going to say? Yeah. But, but really didn't didn't Harry already do this? Wait, which Harry? This Harry? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, basically, he do, gave do, up Jay. I mean, did he not give up Jay to Zoom? Give up Jay Garrick to Zoom? Yeah, I because think now the Jay doesn't have... He didn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's not... That was an... Okay, that's another interesting thing to talk about, is they worked together, like, scientician to scientician this time out with the, the, the magnet weather wizard woo-woo stuff, and it was completely like... They were both excited about solving the problem and working together. And what I'm wondering is if this is um, going to hit some backstory where there were like great pals on Earth too before something happened or something like that. Because you know they, they're all you. you. Harry has always been like you, Jake Garrick, are a flawed human being, and Jake Garrick's response has been you're a betraying jerk store. And so, like, I don't think it's you're betraying jerk store because you gave me up to Zoom. I think it might be you're betraying jerk store because you had something to do with creating Zoom. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm hoping this goes. Um, that said, also loving the J development this uh, this episode. Oh, isn't everybody? What's Christmas? And I was like, no! That was oh, pretty such- awesome. Oh, I was like, that would be such a bold move. I'm like, they have Atlantis. They had a weird South American war, and they don't have Christmas. And I was like, no, no, kidding. We have Christmas. And I also enjoy that uh, later in the episode, uh, Harry Wells is like, every Earth has the Godfather. <laughs> Like he's been, you know, on like some Earth telescope looking at all the different planets. It's like, yes, even Grodd's has the Godfather. They call it the Grodfather, of course, but there it is. And... It was a nice moment of, of humor from the guy who's usually pretty morose, right? You yeah, know. yeah, no, like he had several nice moments of humor, and um, he's back at the lab, so that's all that. Like the mystery of what he was doing with his off hours is still not solved, but um, he's um, working at Baskin Robbins. I heard. <laughs> Baskin Robbins always finds out. But, That's right. <laughs> but uh, maybe like now they spend more time around Star Labs, and by extension, Harry Wells. There, there, it'll be. Uh, All right. So do we? Be, yeah. Do we bring up my 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 favorite, the scenery chewer? Uh, <laughs> I you know I think this episode was I liked it a lot. I feel like there was so there was a lot for everybody. Um, uh huh. I could have, I you know, there was Captain Cold. I would have liked more Captain Cold, but you know, we, yes. we got you got a taste of basically three different villains plus Zoom. Plus, you know, we kind of got a check in with with everybody. Um, yeah. So you know, I would have liked more Captain Cold, but we kind of had the setup that you know 
he's going to be off doing his own thing. It seems um, like they're setting Cold up to be like a hero. A redemption arc. Yeah. Ho, which I think. Ho, <laughs> which was interesting because, like, I mean, I think that's where they're headed is that he is yeah. the, like, he is the villain with a code, right? He is mm-hmm. not the villain who would ever, he would never, or at least this, you know, the, yeah. the evolved version of him would never put bombs in a hundred random children's houses, right? No. Um, well, you know, they, he wants know to outsmart they... the Flash and beat him in a game of, you know, yeah. crime chess. Well, did he know about the bombs, do you think? Or was he just like, all right, I'm going to peace out on this plan because I don't want to kill Barry. It's not. And like, I think part of it is I don't want to kill Barry because like, you and I, we're not so different. But I think part of it was also there really is no no upside to me killing the Flash because the Flash has friends and um, they will make my life miserable. He doesn't seem to have a lot of respect yeah. for Weather Wizard and Trickster, which was interesting because no. like in the comics... Like Captain Cold is the leader of the rogues, and it's like, yeah. and I guess they're not. I I thought they would go that way in the show mm-hmm. when I saw that there was going to be an episode with three of them, but it seems like, yeah, eh, not this this version of Captain Cold. You know, he likes his buddy Heatwave, but uh, mm-hmm. everybody else is a little too, too, uh, too crazy. Um, Man, you could hear yeah. his eyes rolling. Oh, yeah. so great! Oh my gosh, it was just. What I really enjoy is when Mark Hamill is, is you know, doing his thing and he's singing um, Joy to the World or whatever it was. Um, or he's singing a Christmas tr- carol and it turns out to be about dismembering a girl named Joy. And Wentworth Miller as Captain Cold is like just kind of sitting back in the shadows like, I don't think those are the words. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, this is this is beautiful. I could just watch this on a loop. Just the same way I could watch Wentworth Miller, you know, holding that little reindeer cup going, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Every time you say it like that, I think Christmas story, and I'm know, looking at Santa did, looking down at me. Yes, because it did sound like a Christmas story there, too. That was the thing, is it, it just had that menace, and I was like, oh, this is delightful. Oh, my gosh. Is, I didn't know I wanted this, but I got it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought so, this yeah. version, this this time out, Trickster was even like, there was a lot more kind of of the Joker in him, right? Yeah. Which, which, you know, I've been watching a bunch of Batman the Animated Series. Uh-huh. And, you know, Mark Hamill's version of the Joker is, is pretty awesome there. Yeah. But it, I felt like he was even closer to that this time around. Um, yeah. Give me your toys, though. I yeah. Think, I think when I think when Wells when Harry Wells appears at the door and he's like, "Give me your toys, yeah. Dad." <laughs> and whether 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 Wizard seemed mm-hmm. to be like a total nut job psychopath murderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I mean, he was like darker than dark. Then I've mm-hmm. seen him like. The entire series. He was still boring compared to the other two, though. I mean, he's well, just, yeah. Now he's got his old yeah. He's, he's a little flat. I mean, it's yeah. hard when you've got you know Leonard Snart and you've got the trickster. Like those guys yeah. don't leave a lot of room, no. right? In the on the on the screen there. For, no, uh, also for like, a guy who's like, I can fly now. That's my thing, and I'm a jerk. Yeah, um, I'm a, I'm an airborne jerk. Um, and uh, they're like when they have the attempted Barry murder scene, like. This guy could have, in theory, just electrocuted Barry. And, like, I really felt like, you're going to sacrifice yourself so we don't blow up children thing. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. That's like, you know, that's like the Easter story, except, you know, on Christmas. (laughs) Barry Allen is your Christ figure. But, like, they took forever, you know, getting around to killing him. And it was like something out of um, Austin Powers, where where Dr. Evil just carries on for 15 minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whereas I I can't help but think that I'm like, you know what? Real supervillains would actually just kill you. And mm-hmm. this seems to be like a thing that's been happening to Barry a lot this season, where so-called baddies just say, "I'm going to do something," and then spend like 20 minutes grandstanding about it instead of you know doing it. And I was like, ah, you're, 
you're trying to go into that well a little bit much. Um, that said, it was legitimately horrible that, that Barry's like, yes, fine, kill me in the middle of the street if it means that we don't blow up Christmas. And um, I was like, that was the, he, he agreed to that awfully quickly. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there, Barry? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the plot of this one was uh, <laughs> pretty no, weak, you well, know, and yeah. And, and I try not to think about it too much, and I no, watched there, the episode there's a twice. Lot, there's so. a lot of whole, I watched it twice. There was a whole lot of I'm no scientician moments because um, the the sucking the bombs up through the like that's just like like I watched that again, and I was just like, does that? No, there's nothing in that that makes. I mean, there's nothing in that that makes any sense, even in the crazy physics bending rules yeah. of the show, no, right? And, like, and the, it's yeah, magnets, the, bitch. That's, and the thing is, they, they've already messed, and the, like, they messed with the timeline, and now Barry's like, oh, yes, and we messed with the timeline last year, and I ran around and corrected it again and again. And he's so casual about this whole time travel thing, and I'm like, how can Harry Wells not want to use that to his advantage, too? But I can't help but think that we've had, like, an actual time travel incident, which we had with Mandel Savage. And then we have Barry being like, yeah, yeah, I remember stuff that none of you guys are going to remember because, oh, different thing. Um, and A, it would have been cool if he had just touched Cisco and Cisco was like, oh, I vibe it, because, you know, Cisco's got the power. And B, they mentioned time travel again, so I'm wondering if it plays a big role in the back half of the season. Because otherwise, why would you pay that much attention to it? I had, I had completely forgotten that the, the building the wand was mm-hmm. a thing that had only happened in the alternate timeline. Yeah. I, so I guess that was a reminder for people. Because I had blank, I, I just, I thought that had happened, and it was like, nope, they very undid that. Um, mm-hmm. Though it ended up not being that big a deal that um, he, I mean, he hands it over basically right away because yeah. of, of the evil plan. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, 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 that's probably of the rogues, like the one that I find the mm-hmm. least interesting so far in The Flash. And part of it is like, I just feel like the actor is very generic looking. Yeah. Um, he played uh, Spartacus on the Spartacus TV show, which mm-hmm. I can't highly recommend. Um, and yeah. he does a lot of just like yelling in a commanding voice and, you know. Walking that's, around, walking around with stubble, and he's got kind of the same, you know, like same look there. I um, like that walking around in a commanding voice and walking around stubble. <laughs> yeah, he's always got he's got stubble. He's got yeah. the, the the buzz cut hair, and you know, the basically weather wizard or Spartacus, but with a leather jacket. Um, yeah. Oh so, boy. Um, but I mean, he's kind of I, I don't know. He, his portrayal is less exciting than the other wackier, more zany rogues. Um, yeah. And I think we've heard news that there'll be some more. Uh, like I think Mirror Master is going to pop up. To come in. Yeah, and that one's and then I think the only other big one that we haven't. Well, Golden Glider hasn't gotten like crazy powers yet or anything. Yeah. But there's also there's a Flash villain called the Top who is mm-hmm. kind of dumb because he just he spins. So oh, you're kidding me. Well, it beats for uh, my mind. You know what? This is this is called the Top because yeah. his sidekick <laughs> is the Power Bottom, and you know on and on it goes. But um, this is the world that brought us Matter Eater Lad. There is no there is no floor. Easy, <laughs> easy, sweezy. That might be the coolest character ever in the DC universe. So no. let's just leave it at that. I've, it depends on what your parameters are for the value of cool. I guess. Yeah. Um. He can. There is no anything. absolute zero. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. That's not a thing. There's a comic, um, and again, I'm I'm goofy from lack of sleep. Um, there's a comic about a dude who's a psychic when he eats things, and he works as a detective, and they make him eat all sorts of things at crime scenes. The, the comic, the comic Chew. I, I yes, recommend. Chew. That's a very weird, cool yeah, comic. Yeah, I, like I, I, I read it. He's and, a sebopath. Yes, yes. That's, thank you. That was the phrase. Because I've read it, and like the thing is, is that's literally like the one comic I can't read over a meal. But <laughs> yeah, so. 
because he shows up at a crime scene and there's a corpse and he's like, okay, I need to eat part of this corpse. Yeah, and so it's awful. It's not like he the murder it. mystery. Yeah, it's not like yeah. he enjoys eating all that terrible stuff. Anyway, Chew, um, great comic. But um, I have to admit, so there's that whole climactic weather wizard and um, and I, the trickster. I want to say the Joker, and that's just wrong. Weather wizard and the trickster try to kill uh, Barry. It doesn't work. And then Patty shows up and... Like, I want to like this character. I really do. I want to like this character because she's going to be around for a while and because she has moments where she is funny and endearing. But then she goes and delivers a speech about her dad's shoe store that basically rivals Phoebe Kate's speech in Gremlins as to why she doesn't like Christmas. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, it was just bad writing for the character. Like, you know she's 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 a gift she's smart three degrees uh-huh. and she's focused and she's disciplined and she's determined and she's seriously going to throw all of that away in front of witnesses to kill somebody just because that dude killed her dad especially i mean and with the like mm-hmm. the, like locking i mean i guess they have to have her lock flash down for dramatic purposes but yeah. like it feels like like and i'm gonna like you know i have this kind of premeditated i'm gonna keep the flash from stopping me kind of angle to it that yeah it, which is weird um, and uncomfortable, and um, yeah. I was like, "Well, she is." To be fair, she is like one of the few people in Star City who, in Central City, who does not know who the Flash yeah. is at this point. But at the same time, it was just, um, I, I really feel like the right, and, and here I go, the, the, mark the state in history. I really feel like the writers didn't do right by her um, with this episode, and they gave her the ridiculous monologue where. We had a little shoe shine store, and I was like, well, "What are we in now? A 1940s melodrama?" And um, Co- cobblers and magnets are huge in this world. I guess so. Like Earth One is weird, and um, so she she gives this poor, and she has to deliver on the speech, and the whole time she's she's trying to to, to invest this speech with pathos or like mm-hmm. internalized guilt and misplaced responsibility. Like in theory, this should be something where like Patty's been tearing herself up inside, and she's driven because of the guilt, and you know. In other words, Jessica Jones, who's driven because of the guilt and tearing herself up inside. And Patty's, you know, Patty's just relentlessly driven and bent her will towards this whole thing. And all I could think was, this is just like the speech that Phoebe Cates gives in Gremlins about, like, why she hates Christmas. That, like, it's, like, all the emotional beats are the same. The overwrought delivery is the same. The out-of-context, you know, consequences are the same. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I mean, I thought the act, the, the acting was okay, but the material... uh beneath it was uh yeah wasn't really wasn't really there she Um, could there's no way you could sell that yeah there was like no way you could sell that poor thing so so uh wildly unfair and uh also i i keep having a hard time buying barry and patty as a couple because like anytime one of them is like has difficulty they completely go off the grid like they don't even text (laughs) each other and i'm like this does not speak well to intimacy in a relationship. If you're like, I ran into some obstacles, I'll talk to you in a week or two. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never had to confront like my father's killer. So I've never yeah. had to deal with that situation. But there, it does seem to be like stuff is bad. So I'm going to disappear for three weeks. Yeah, later. I'll see you later. You know. Yeah. Eh, you know, I'll check in. <laughs> Christmas comes early this year. Yeah, yeah. things, you know, it, things are complicated. Yeah, yeah. What did you guys think of the we have the, the scene where uh, Barry is basically watching Harry through the like lab window and but kind of talking to Harrison. I thought, yeah. I mean, it, I that was a it. little. I thought that was good. I felt I felt bad that it was kind of like just like crammed in there between yeah. a bunch of other scenes because it felt like it could have been 
a bigger payoff scene yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. elsewhere but and it, it it felt i mean i thought it was really i thought the way they kind of constructed the scene was was pretty cool where he's looking at harry and he's talking to harrison yeah and i thought it like, was like i know you know, you're not him um, and barry kind of the the barry doing the like i forgive you felt like mm-hmm. a very barry allen thing to do right Is yeah that, you know he's the he's the boy scout and he's he's always you know mm-hmm. Well, the the thing that makes it a little more poignant too is it happens right around the time where Barry and Joe have the conversation, and Joe's and Barry's like, "You have a son," and I'm like, "This is not," and I was like, "Come on, Joe, tell Barry you're his, he's your first. And and Joe does by handing over the the watch, and so there's kind of like a my three dads moment thing going through the episode because Barry like forgives one of his dads, you know, and actually then, now it's my two sons. And then Barry gets reaffirmation, gets affirmation from one of his other dads that, you know, there's always going to be that father-son bond, and that blood has far, far less to do with it than the experience of, of being there every day and putting in the work and, and, you know, loving somebody unconditionally, you know, even if they're not, even if, they, even if you didn't, you know, contribute their DNA. It was just really, like, I was really glad he gave him the, the watch. Mm-hmm. I okay, so, so that leads us to, so mm-hmm. Barry's going to lose his powers. Because he's going to get zapped. Now, mm-hmm. how does Wally West then get the powers so then he can save everybody? Well, we do have this. We have this. You know, the secret from the last episode. The uh, that the speed formula is hanging around, right? Yeah. Um, so maybe so it seems like like, like anybody thing. can have short term speed powers, right? Yeah. So maybe it's like a desperate thing where Barry's powers get sucked out of him, and Wally's like, "Not on my watch, and not with my new adopted family." And, you know, I love my very pale new adopted brother. And, and <laughs> off he goes. <laughs> you know, because you think about, um, I'm surprised that, that ex-Mrs. Uh, West is still alive and kicking. Um, and that said, like, I felt so bad for Wally interrupting their, their, their Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, a little awkward. Yeah, it was a little awkward. But, you know, everyone rallied a little bit. And I get that they have to introduce him because he's going to be playing a bigger part soon. So are they going to do shorthand, come out of this, and Wally is fully integrated with us just kind of accepting it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, um, his mom like is dying. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's that. You know, I feel I feel terrible for him for that because, again, his mom is dying. And so she says. Ooh, that's ice <laughs> yeah. cold, Phil. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So she said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I don't know I I don't know the behind the scenes stuff. Do I mean I know in the comics, Wally West becomes the Flash eventually. Yeah. Do we know, do we know that this version will become a superhero or 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 is it just an Easter egg? I don't think so. Or I mean, or do we know that that will happen right away versus like next season or something like that? Or like um, it's the climactic season finale when Barry's yeah. been stripped and Zoom has taken him back and closed the last yeah. portal or something like I that. I mean, you know, that we, there could be the crazy climactic season finale where, you know, mm-hmm. with the help of Harry, you know, uh, Jay and Jay powered up and mm-hmm. Wally powered up help yeah. help uh, Barry that, you know, the three of them as speedsters and maybe maybe Jesse yeah. gets in there. Jesse Quick gets in there as the fourth. The four speedsters are, are their combined powers take down uh, take down Zoom in an, in an epic battle. Um, oh my gosh, that'd be the greatest thing ever. Um, Wait, guys, with crazy Jesse, CGI. Jesse Quick. Or, that's her uh, Je- Yeah, that that's uh, Harry's daughter's nickname. Mm-hmm. He calls her Jesse Quick. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, and, and there there is, and that's a and know, there's a, a Jesse Quick reference. in the DC universe because and yeah. she was in the JSA and she's a, a speedster. Is she- She's a speedster. I, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever read anything with her. But, I think she's. Uh, yeah. I, she's. Um, 
she's tied to Liberty Bell somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, are they going to paint themselves into a corner with all this continuity influx? Well, I don't it's, think so because they can just keep mixing and matching and shaking, and they can up. send people off, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like the Arrow, where it's like, well, you know, we have we have we have Ray Palmer in the background, but like he's only going to show up every six episodes, yeah. and you know what? This version of Red Arrow, he's going to go like he's going to go hang out in Detroit, and we'll yeah. have another Red Arrow, right? I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like, like the speedy, like the speedy in the um, comics, is is uh, not related to the Green Arrow at all. She's like this runaway, and and mm-hmm. there's all sorts of other stuff going on. And also in the comics, there's that that Black Canary Green Arrow pairing, and like mm-hmm. I think Arrow has made it pretty clear that they're they, they've moved on from that. <laughs> so. And I mean, I I think there's there's already kind of a like mm-hmm. how many characters is too many, and like I feel like they're kind yeah. of already at that tipping point here yeah. where like. You know what? Like, I, I'm guessing if we're going to see Wally West in a couple episodes, like, mm-hmm. we're not going to see Jay Garrick too much in those episodes, no, right? Because no. it's just too many people to, like, have yeah. standing around a room and have checking in on stuff. Um, yeah. Because it's, and you know, I mean, like, for example, in this episode, I don't think it was bad. I think we've gotten plenty of time with them before, but, like, you know, Cisco didn't really do anything. And that's fine. Cisco's yeah. been in the foreground enough. It's, it's fine for him to drop back. Yeah, he right? was in the fore- foreground for the crossover. So you know, my sense is that they probably have like a list of the characters. And okay, if you're pu- if you're pushing Iris to the foreground, then by necessity, a couple of the si- the science scoopies fall to the background, and vice versa. Um, similarly, you could have, and they haven't tried this yet, but you sideline Barry. You could always an- have an episode without Barry. I mean, I honestly was surprised that he got back his speed as quickly as he did. Yeah. I was hoping that we would have a episode or two this season where he had no speed and everybody in addition to figuring out how to fight crime was also like how do we deal with barry because barry is really beginning to you know make me roll my eyes <laughs> yeah i think it would have been cool to have episodes with barry kind of drop back i'm still hope i would love to see like an episode like set on earth 2 that does not have that you know has maybe earth 2 counterparts of some of our characters but you know yes. basically a different cast of characters i think that would be fun and cool but probably expensive for them to mm-hmm. you know unless they're hanging out in the earth 2 version of star labs right yeah um or like the earth 2 version of jitters or or big yeah. belly burger earth 2 version of jitters probably looks the same so <laughs> this is just, true i like the idea of the earth 2 version of big belly burger having a completely different menu but yeah i think they're a chicken they're a chicken place it's you know yeah and they're yeah. like look we all just really love poultry yeah. <laughs> uh, mose are you awake still um yeah 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 okay just making yeah. sure like you've been awfully quiet for a while there my friend and i know you're tired <laughs> talk no i i guess you know i just the whole episode was really chunked funny and it mm-hmm. didn't fit with me it didn't sit with me real well it was mm-hmm. a cool episode but it was just like too many little pieces that you know and i know what they were trying to get to which was you know it's a christmas episode and everything's going to be kind of hunky dory by the end but like the whole thing with Zoom just seriously bothers me, and I'm I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure out who exactly is. And then I got this really convoluted idea in my head um, that what if Zoom was a clone, mm-hmm. and what if he was a clone of Harry? Perhaps I, I'm not saying that that I mean it, it just it was one of those like kind of you know thoughts I had because I'm still trying to figure out who he is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It's hard that we have like no hints about him, right? And no. like he's really been hanging out for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Like at this point in season one, we we had been started to drop some hints. That, yes, you know, yeah. Harrison Wells was the reverse Flash, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, we don't. Well, we no, don't, really, we totally, don't have anything like that. Like the yeah, Christmas we have the reveal. episode confirmed it, didn't it? Yeah, that, yeah. that had the big reveal. Oh, that was so creepy and great. Um, we don't get that this time. Um, no, um, something. And I was even um, unclear in this one. Like, mm-hmm. was there the implication that Weather Wizard had been tipped off by Zoom because he has that line where he talks to? He's like, the three of us should go after Flash now because he's weak. He fought this mm-hmm. other guy and he's hurt. Yeah. Though, it turns out it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I was unclear if like is Weather Wizard pals with zoom also or well zoom paraded barry all over the city i'm honestly surprised oh that's true i'm honestly surprised it was a headline that iris hasn't mentioned the um you know my boss has been on this for weeks he's fascinated by it or or something along those lines because you uh, know i had forgotten about that it's like that's mm -hmm. a super memorable scene but there was no fallout from it right like there's no like yeah you know crisis of confidence flash like yes, yeah. Like no one has. There have been no J. Jonah Jameson style headlines with "failed the city" or anything like that. So, um, so but there is that the whole you know Zoom did the performance art. Um, I can't remember if it was on Twitter or Slack, and I apologize because somebody brought this to my attention and said they think that Zoom might be a gorilla. Huh? They think Zoom might. They're like Zoom may not be human. Zoom might be like tell, a super- tell me more. <laughs> If it's a you girl, everyone's they were uh, the the person I believe it was Twitter. They're like, my theory is that Zoom is actually a gorilla with the speed force, or you know, like a super smart genius gorilla who has somehow you know managed to engineer the speed force, or that Wells was monkeying, or that Harry Wells was monkeying around literally, and um, created an animal that is now smart and has speed force and has happened to turn evil. So um, there is the possibility, or rather, there there are people who were like, well, you know, there was that one throw I commented about how Zoom is not fully human anymore. Or I'm going to say human. something mm-hmm. that I don't say a lot. Uh-huh. I think that I think that conspiracy theory is way too out there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you have to shorten arms. I mean, there's a lot of physiology. I'm just saying, just I feel like, jiving. you know, there's already, there's already one superpowered gorilla. Are you saying mm-hmm. that there's two superpowered gorillas? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to allow one, but yeah. I, I don't know, two. Like, I don't know about two. Two would be a lot. Huh. Could, could well, we there, do a and, fight club? Perhaps where Zoom is, or you know, Harry is talking to Zoom, but really mm-hmm. he's just talking to uh, Tyler Durden. Oh, that's actually that's I, that is a that is a conspiracy theory I had not heard yet. So I like that um, that it's it that it's his like uh, delusional uh, self image or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that breaks that, down that, though when you have like them together, like and everybody else. But which we have seen, I guess, mm-hmm. like in the yeah. uh, unless you unless you're willing to say like, well, speed mirages oh, can do whatever you want. Yeah. Because we've Turns seen out, that before. And, yeah. you know, why not? So uh, now I, I I think um, what I think will happen for dramatic purposes this time around is that Wells will do everything he can to effectively be a double agent, but he won't say anything because he, f- he figures that nobody trusts him and nobody likes him and nobody wants to work with him. And then the team will catch him in the act of quote-unquote betraying him, and there will be a big like trust circle that they have to work out. Or um, the branch off fork because you know the team's going to have to catch him in the act of betraying him and working with zoom or else zoom is going to drop the dime on him anyway and then well then then harry's going to be in a bad situation and either it turns into the team being like dude all you have to do is say something we'd help you let's help you now because friendship and they'll do that <laughs> or what will happen is the team is like well we will throw you to zoom because we do not care to be crossed by every possible version of people who look like you that we keep running across and that and jay that, garrick needs to open up yeah. His job is not to keep secrets. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're awfully closed mouthed. Maybe it's like an Earth Two value. They that guy's like... a stool pigeon, and he needs to act like a stool pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Earth he's two got no powers. Just... Yeah, he's got no powers. Yeah. He's got no. Yeah. He's got no stake. Go ahead, spill the beans. If, you know, Earth One people don't like to talk about money. Earth Two people don't like to talk about metahumans. It's just how they've been raised. <laughs> so. It's culture, different culture. <laughs> just um. Been raised. Oh my god, that's the greatest thing I've heard. <laughs> it's a distinct culture. We need to respect it. Yes. Earth two culture. Sally, I told you, you don't ask that man about why he can fly. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't talk about metahumans at the dinner table, please. So. At thirteen, they sit them down for the talk. Yeah. <laughs> no, so you know, I mean, I think. <laughs> Lisa, you're just adding to the, the master cut that now Jason has to build of all the Lisa laughter. You're just tacking on minutes here. Oh, she knows it now. She's just she's she she wants no, this sorry. one to be the finale. No, I, I don't. I seriously don't think that anyone can ever put that master. So for people who listen to this podcast, somebody wrote in to the incomparable and asked that for the end of the year, could the team please assemble a super cut of every time I've broken down laughing during a podcast? And um, <laughs> I'm flattered. I really am. Um, I also don't think it's possible because that's a lot of editing you'd have to do. <laughs> but I can't help it. I'm just thinking about this nice family. They're in church at some point and the, or like in temple and, <laughs> and oh, the religious Meta figure gets human. up. <laughs> the religious figure gets up and he's like, now we usually talk about this in the children's hour in terms of come to come to your spiritual counselor to talk about this, but today I want to talk to you about the coursing of culture and how we're all talking about metahumans. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, Tony, I've decided this is canon for Earth 2 until we hear otherwise. <laughs> until I hear otherwise, yeah. yeah. Head, head canon accepted. Exactly. Um, until until we are shown definitive proof that exactly, it's just, that's how they yes. are. Mm-hmm. That's, just, you know. that's just how they are. <laughs> Yeah, just... And it never occurs to them to explain to people because, you know, there's there's a lot of cultural blindness and cultural assumptions that go into it. Yeah. I really like that idea. <laughs> so, I should we, uh, should we, should we, should we should wrap t- up talk about episode. our takeaways? I mean, yeah. I think there was a lot of fun bits here. Uh-huh. I think, I, I, Mose, I see where you're coming from. They didn't all kind of jigsaw together. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, especially compared to, I mean, because it was last last season's season finale mm-hmm. like that was like we should do a podcast about this this is really awesome right yeah and and this didn't quite meet that level um i mean no. i still enjoyed it and had a lot of fun bits and i'm looking forward to the second half of the season but this not not quite as uh knocking it out of the park as the uh last year's season right so, so maybe it's the comeback yeah this is this yeah. is the this is the low point and then we come back in a couple weeks I'm, boom i'm really hoping that they're they're out from under their uh Legends of Tomorrow homework. Yeah, because um, that's. You know, I, I feel like that's really dragged it down. It's been a lot of baggage, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm enjoying the show, but I, it does feel like there's too much like homework for that. And and you know, even getting Captain Cold out of jail here felt a little bit like that. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to that show. Um. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to a uh, a little less uh, a less encumbered Flash in the second half of the the season. They have a lot of balls in the air. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. Um. <laughs> This didn't really feel like a, a, a midwinter finale so much as it felt like, okay, we need a break for a couple of weeks. We got to launch this new show. Everyone knows you're already talking about Arrow this week anyway. So let's just, uh, like, like I said, there were like five distinct threads going on. And um, 
the fact is, is they introduce them all and they let them just kind of hang there. Nothing is really resolved or settled. Whereas with the Christmas episode last year, um, with the Wells reveal, that actually did bring a pretty satisfying end to like the first half of the season because like the first half of season one was, okay, here are the stakes. Here's Barry learning his thing. Here's teamwork and friendship and it's all coming together. And then it was like, boom, there's your, there's, there's the identity of your villain. Boom. Betrayal. Boom. How will the team react? And here, like this year, there are just so many questions like, are Barry and Patty going to get it together or. Oh they... yeah. No, like, like here's the thing. Cause the question is, are we, is it going to turn out that Patty has like a serious beef with all metahumans? And so when Barry's like, I'm the flash, she's like, I'm arresting you. Or, um, you know, so there's that kind of up in the air because Patty's a wild card now. And um, there's the question of how Wally West fits into all this. And then there's the question of how Harry's going to have to handle working for Zoom while also dealing with the fact that, well, Cisco, in some ways, you've taught me what it's like to have a son um, or or that business going on. And there's the time travel stuff, which is going to reverberate around. There's the question of what the heck Jay Garrick does on his off time or, or what have you. Um, well, I personally think it would be hilarious that everyone Caitlin ever hooks up with gets killed in some horrible <laughs> accident. <laughs> like that's wow. just a- if, I feel like if that you know that would be enough to drive you evil. Exactly. You, know? you would you might discover your own capacity for coldness. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, but well, that, um, that's very possible. Now there is one other thing now we're, mm-hmm. we're we've been set in motion, which is mm-hmm. a countdown clock to once Barry reaches a certain speed, yeah. then all hell's going to break loose. Yeah. In theory. Because Zoom comes back for him and it's like, let me have your speed. and, and... Let me carve that turkey. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're all very excited about the the whole um, Earth 2 stuff, but there could also be something where our heroes end up on Earth 2 and it's just horrible for them in some way, shape, or form, too. Like, yeah, like none of their money works. They, don't, well, no. they can't get cell phone signals. All the nice. keyboards are Dvorak keyboards. <laughs> oh, that is the... Not willing to deal with that. That's too far. That's a step so. too far. But yeah. like this one, I just felt more unsettled by the end of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like anything had been resolved. I didn't feel like, um, you know, I mean, I enjoy that we have the charming Christmas tradition of Tom Cavanaugh betrays the team. But <laughs> but it, this one feels a lot more unsettled. And I don't know if it's because the show's got growing pains or um, if this is because the whole point, the whole theme of the season is very secretly worried that he's not capable of happiness and he's really unsettled and and the season's about him learning how to find inner peace as well as uh you know deal with earth too i don't know i mean it's freezing laser lasers and magnets i mean we've we've really done a lot this season and it's it's Mm -hmm. caused a lot of problems no one really understands magnets to begin with no one does they're i thought i did but it turns out i was super wrong hell i understand i thought i understood light Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we're we're learning almost isn't, as much as we're unlearning. Isn't Doctor Light still running around? Yeah, in Earth One with no pants, I guess. Yeah. So Whoa. probably she found pants. Huh. It, well, it's, she, it's identity right? theft has got to be like an issue. I can't imagine that it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's no way that'll come back around. No, what could go wrong? No, you know. That's- <laughs> she should show up on Arrow. That would be funny. Is you know someone invisible is, is knocking over banks and they and then they never solve it. Like that just yeah. happens for a week and then she moves on to yeah. Metropolis. And they're like, well, know. is it Damien Dark? Probably. We can blame everything on Damien Dark. Yeah, <laughs> I would enjoy that. <laughs> then she runs into like a flower fa- uh, factory and gets dusted. Oh my and god. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's both horrible and great. <laughs> I think it's because I've been watching a lot of uh, uh, Morty and Rick. Uh, Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. And now I'm just making stuff up. Okay. All right. That works. That's acceptable. All right, guys. Well, we're we're all getting really daffy at this point, so I'm gonna draw a close to this. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go per- pass that over my keyboard. Tony, you can Re- reverse take polarization, your... please. Yeah, Tony, <laughs> you can take your nighttime pseudofed or whatever it is you need to. Uh, function. What could go wrong? Uh, yeah. yeah, and we'll be back in 2016. We will. We will. Yeah, and with more flash. Also, please keep an ear out for um, one or all of us to appear on Legends of Tomorrow. Since uh, that is a podcast that will be happening. That's a with... thing? Yeah, yeah. It's on Slack, man. We've been talking about it on Slack. Uh, I must not have been invited to that one. I got I got canceled out of it. Dude, check for the Legends of Tomorrow I'm channel. Joking. I set oh, one there's... up. <laughs> oh, I didn't know about it. Now yeah, it really yeah, is a thing. Yeah, check for the Legends of Tomorrow channel. Cause I said Lisa, it was... I, think, I think you and I are the only ones in that. But oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you guys are having a heck of a conversation in there. Let's see. Well, this is how I managed got... to control the conversation. <laughs> We we we've got time. We've yeah. got a couple we've weeks. Got, yeah, so. we'll work out. Don't worry. Yeah, we're on top of this. We're yeah. all trained professionals here, mm-hmm. or something. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll take the cool. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, please keep an ear out. We will all be more um, well rested and less whacked out on um, the stuff that is in the Sudafed that's so good. You have to have basically the Breaking Bad experience to have a bottle. And uh, we wish all of you a very Merry Christmas, hopefully Zoom-free or betrayal by uh, someone who looks suspiciously like Dr. Wells. And <laughs> we'll see you all in 2016. Don't play with Mag. Goodbye, nerds. Goodbye.